Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Very excited to be with you, all of you. Um, We're in our 20th year now here at Voice America. And the purpose of this program is really to inspire and enlighten you to live your best life. And I've been fortunate to do thousands of interviews with amazing people who do just that. They help to enlighten us. And today is no exception. My guest today is Ken D. Foster. He is a keynote speaker, a business strategist, and a syndicated radio host of The Voices of Courage, which is heard in more than 162 countries. Ken is the best-selling author of seven books. He has been featured in hundreds of radio shows, webinars, and TV networks, as well as on the cover of Triathlon Magazine and many other publications. And he's developed a science-based and highly practical solution for really stimulating human potential in companies and individuals. And he's been through a very strong spiritual journey, and he really brings all of this to CEOs, entrepreneurs, Olympians, and change makers. And we're very happy to bring on with us today, Ken D. Foster. Welcome, Ken. Patricia, I am so excited to be here. This is a great format for what I believe that can help people really change their thinking, change their uh, life. Yeah. And I know you have several principles about really finding your courage and changing your life, but I'm going to ask you the hardest question first, which is what happens when you make a change because you have to, not necessarily because you planned it. So I'm thinking of three major things. It could be a health challenge, and now you have to make a sudden change. It could be a relationship challenge, and all of a sudden, up oh, a change that you didn't expect. And it could be a financial challenge. All of a sudden, you lost your job, or you went through COVID, and now you don't have a business. Again, another change. You did not expect these changes. Give us some insight. Sure, absolutely. You know, a lot, a lot of times when people have sudden change, they suddenly go into maybe kind of a, a shock almost. They're, they're, they're caught off guard. They're not realizing that uh, life is throwing them a curveball. And we can all relate to that. Things happen for all of us. But when we train our mind to realize that, you know, it's coming. We don't know what it is that's coming, but it is coming. It comes every day and in a lot of subtle ways, change comes. When we prepare our minds, though, we, we're not so shocked. And a lot of times, the, because what happens when people go into shock is they a lot of times then they go into fear. And their energy drops. Their mind goes into that flight or fight or flight syndrome. Their, their brain stops operating, right? They start to make poor choices. But if we can stop that, we can stop that just for a moment and become the observer of the situation. In other words, not judge it, just observe it. Okay, my relationship is leaving. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, you know, if we define what that means to us in terms of negativity, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be alone. I'll never find another relationship. Right. Uh, I can't believe this uh, person is leaving me. I can't right. believe this happened, blah, blah, blah. If we go into that, then we're going to feed the negative, uh, that negative source in our mind. But if we say, okay. You know, life happens to me. It's easier said than done, by the way. Life happens to me, 
And now I'm going to focus on what good is going to come out of this relationship, what uh, leaving this loss. What's good is going to come out of the loss? Yeah, let me ask you, Ken, do you think you have to grieve first, though? You have to go through that grieving process and that shock first before you can move through the, the next step. I think that a lot of that depends on individuals. I think grieving is healthy. I think that some individuals need to really be with that and grieve the loss. Listen, I used to grieve losing a pencil when I started this work, okay? So I get what loss is about. But at some at some point, we, we learn that we can power emotions, can pass through our body within actually 90 seconds. That's what the social scientists tell us, mm-hmm. 90 seconds. So it's not that we don't feel it. It's that we can feel deep sadness or deep loss. So we can be in that emotion. But it's it's about feeling it, but realizing that it's it's temporary. We're going to move through this. It is going to be okay. I think what happens to some is they get stuck in the in the sadness or the loss. And if you get stuck in that for too long, that results in depression or anger or rage or or some of the other negative emotions that you might experience. So, So how do you even start to take that step to see what could be possible, you know, when you have a sudden change? How do you, and how do you start to even be able to see it? You might say it, but how do you start to see it? Well, I, you know, I, I'm a big fan of journaling. I'm a big fan of uh, if you're going through a sudden loss right now, go get get out a notebook and just uh, write, do a stream of consciousness writing. Just get it. In other words, get it out, get your notebook out there and just say to yourself, you know, I don't know what I'm going to write. I'm pissed off or I'm, I'm afraid I'm this I'm that. Just allow yourself to write what's ever on your mind. And what will happen after about a page or two of that? is all of a sudden this new feeling, this new energy will come out. When you release the worry, the, the, uh, the challenge that you're going through, when you release it, put it on paper, get it out of your head, allow yourself to uh, uh, release it, what will happen is you'll, you'll tap into the zero point or the uh, point of stillness, which is the point in which we contact and connect with our soul, the higher parts of ourselves. And all of a sudden, you'll, you'll start to get some answers to why this is even happening or why you're going through it or what was your part in it or, or, or in even better, you might go, it's okay. I'm not going to fret over this. I'm not going go to go default to worry and concern and fear. I'm going to allow it to be what it is. And now what I'm going to do is I'm going to start to envision a new future. Mm. Yeah. And... And do you do that in steps? Do you think about the different steps you would take, or there are, you- yeah? So, so step one, of course, is is uh, is feeling feeling whatever it is. Don't deny it. Feel it. Step two for me would be uh, like I just said: uh, get out a notebook, start to write about it. Step three would be to once you feel a sense of a peace, and only until, when you get to that place, that would be the time to start to ask yourself some important questions. Like, what uh, what does a bright future look like for me? If I was courageous, what are three steps I could take today to move into that? What else, what is it that I could just let go of now permanently 
to move in? And maybe what's my life lesson I've learned about this so that I, I don't have to repeat this, whatever this is. So I think it's asking questions. And then uh, the next step in that is taking the actions around it, right? And, and do the worst thing first, whatever that is. Do the worst first. Maybe you have a, a partner that just left and you're like, all right, the worst thing I could do right now is clean out their stuff. Great. Go, go take care of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the quicker you can act and take care of yourself and be and take care of whatever's going on, the quicker you're going to move through it. Yeah, you know, I, I have a story because I think there's a something else that comes up. Sometimes what will happen is when we have a sudden change, it will trigger something that's happened to us before. And that, that yeah. can be, you know, and then we have to figure it out. So an example of that is I had a move where I didn't expect I was going to move because the, the owner of the building decided to renovate everything and then not renew any leases. So people had to move. And I didn't expect it. And it worked out. But The suddenness of it, when I actually made the move, even though it was a good move, it was very different, different configuration of the building, very different in a lot of ways. And there was this feeling of, wow, I just got pushed out, right? It was was sort of a visceral feeling. And I, I started to get very panicky and just was wondering what was going on. And then I figured it out. This triggered like something in the past where I felt pushed out. So it was that same feeling, and I couldn't understand it. Once I was able to name it and say, okay, this is triggering an old feeling from something that happened 15, 20 years ago, then I was able to work through it. But that also can happen. So can address that when things happen and they trigger old stuff. Well, I, I love what you said because it, it takes consciousness to be able to look at our life in a place of there's no coincidences. Everything is happening for, happening for a reason. So all of a sudden, the sudden loss comes in, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I wasn't expecting this. Right. But the conscious individual does just what you said. They, you know, and, and maybe, maybe you're unconscious about there was an old pattern of this in your life that this right. has happened several times. And you're like, oh, this is happening again. Okay, here's the key. If you don't want it to happen again, you got to get the lesson, right? So you ask yourself, all right, what am I supposed to learn here? What is this that keeps showing up? What is the pattern that I need to learn? Is there um, is there a belief inside of me that I'm I'm anticipating um, loss on a you know I'm anticipating it? Oh, I've always always had loss, so I'm going to probably have more losses. Or is there uh, a place where you're uh, looking at it and asking yourself? Oh gosh, any number of questions. But what's what's um, what came up for me was, why am I creating this constantly? That would be that would be the question I would ask. Why am mm. I? Why is this happening in my life? Not why is this happening to me? Not from a big victim standpoint, right. but from a curiosity standpoint. Yeah, and and let me address that. Um, for me, it happened you know many years ago. So, but still, I think what I what I did learn from that is that on the few occasions where this has happened and I have felt like, you know, the rug got pulled out, it always ended up being better. It took a little while, but the thing after that, it's almost as though someone or the universe or however the higher power or God was saying, you know what, it's time and since we're going to pick it for you. So that, that is, that's kind of the lesson I've learned. It's a hard one, you know, to know that the timing, it's timing. 
Well, you know, it, 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 it's not nece- growth isn't necessarily on our time. And, you know, who, who's going to plan for us to <laughs> go into pain, go into struggle, go into stress? And, and nobody's planning for that. But it, it happens. And when you're there, um, I love what you said. You know, it, it, you have to realize that these lessons are here not to crush us. We're not going to be, you, you know, I believe God never gives us more than we can handle. But that doesn't mean that we are at a level where we're able to handle it when it comes. We need to step up our energy, our power, our frequency, our courage, and be able to meet whatever's coming. And I think that's that's the biggest lesson. You know, there's another piece to that too, uh, Patricia. Uh, you know, in the uh, when the Spanish flu hit uh, back in the in the uh, early part of the century, right? Right after uh, the Spanish flu hit, we had the Roaring Twenties. Okay. Right. Right. So you know, there it something better is coming. Will it last? Well, maybe not. You know, the crash uh, the crash in 1929 happened either. You know, and, you know, so maybe, maybe not, but each yeah. time something like happens, right. we actually get stronger as a, as an individual and stronger as a society. Yeah. And, and I think for me, what has helped me through all this, because, you know, we're all human, we all go through the same things, even if some of us have more knowledge because this is our field, is the thing that helps me is I'm always able to see what is the benefit. You know, when I looked at the move and I went, well, I had to downsize. Well, I had to get rid of stuff I really didn't need. Well, I'm in a more peaceful place. I'm on the water, which I wanted to be. Yes, it's smaller. But, you know, when I when I looked at all of that, afterwards, after I got in, I went, you know, I don't think I would have done all, even though, even though when I was in the other place, I would say, you know, I really want to move in the near future. I feel like it's time. I knew that. But had, having no idea that this was going to kind of be forced on me. But the point I'm making here is that the ability to be able to see what is the upside. You know, after you go through it, what is it I'm gaining instead of what is it I'm losing? Well, I think I want to remind everybody that we get to define our life. We get to define it. We either get to define it by focusing on our loss or we get to define it on focusing on the good that's coming in, in in your life. We get to define it by worry and concern and fear, or we get to define it by courage and gratitude and love. We get to define that. So we can find meaning, and the human mind can find meaning in just about anything. But how are you defining your life? Are you defining it in a way that is empowering you, helping Mm -hmm. you to grow, to evolve, to become the best version of yourself? Are you defining it by life is happening to me, life is crushing me, I feel like a victim of my life, I feel like a victim of my my health or my, uh, my finances? So you get to make the choice. Right. You talk in in your book, one of the things you talk about is the code of courage, to see the unseeable and see it in your mind's eye. Explain that, Ken. Well, I talk about seeing the unseeable, knowing the unknowable, and doing the impossible. And the first step is what you just said, seeing the, the unseeable. Most people are very comfortable if you go into your, into your uh, bedroom, you pretty much know everything that's there. But to see the unseeable, right, 
you want to let's say you 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 look and you say, well, what's not there? What's not in my bedroom or my life right now? And it's like, oh, I know. There's a beautiful picture that should be in that wall. Great. Now start to visualize inside of yourself. What is that beautiful picture going to be like? What's it going to look like? What are the colors that are going to be in it? What are, what are the what you know what what is it right? And that's the first step in, in generating uh, uh, creation in our life. We start to visualize it inside of ourselves and see it. And then knowing the unknowable, you know, that's a place where <clears throat> it takes a little practice, right? Walking into the unknown, <laughs> walking into uh, the unknown with trust and courage and being willing, let's say, to go to an art store and find that picture and yeah. walk into yeah. several different art stores. You don't know what it's going to look. You you have a vision of what it's going to look like, but you don't know what you're going to find. Right. And being able to go into uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves certainty in this world. We all like to be certain where we're going to live, what our job is, uh, where the next paycheck's coming from, what our kids are going to say or not say. We love certainty. But quite frankly, the magic is in uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Walking and, well, to the unknown. Right. We have a couple minutes um, before we go to break. So before we close, I want to ask you about in that uncertainty, does um, the stillness, being in the stillness and, you know, really just being quiet, is that going to help us with the uncertainty? I'll just say this. Uh, the quiet, I call the, uh, the zero point. And... Leonardo da Vinci said, isolation is the price of, of greatness, greatest and one of the greatest inventors of our time. Yogananda, Paramahansa Yogananda, a sage from India, came over here in 1924. He, he said, stillness is the price of greatness. So isolation and stillness from these amazing uh, uh, sages. Why is that so important? <clears throat> because everything comes out of stillness. Everything comes out from the zero point. Stillness is where you tap into your intuition and or your, you know, I always say, why is common sense so uncommon? Because common sense is intuition. And when we can tune into our intuition and start to hone it on a consistent basis through stilling our mind and not trying to figure it out. You ever had a problem that you try to reason out or try to use your logic and you did it for a day, a week? maybe a year, 10 years, and you haven't figured it out. You even went to friends and they tried to apply their logic and it never worked. That answer for you is here. You're not here to be crushed. You're here to learn how to use the mind to go into stillness, to ask questions that are quantum, I say quantum questions that take you into higher realms of consciousness and looking at things that you've never thought before possible. That's where the magic is, and that's where the gold is. That's why I wrote the book, The Courage to Change Everything, Daily Strategies and Essential Wisdom to Awaken Your Inner Genius so that people had a guide to do that on a consistent basis. And Ken, how can people find your book? They can find it at couragetochange.us. Again, couragetochange.us. Okay. And what about your uh, your radio show and your podcast? Well, thanks so much. Yeah, so I do have a radio show. It's called Voices of Courage. You can uh, tell Cortana, Alexa, or Siri just to play Voices of Courage. It'll come right up for you. Or you can go to my website for replays, voicesofcourage.us, or follow us on YouTube. Also, I'm on Clubhouse 
for those of you that have that, Clubhouse at 2 o'clock on Wednesdays, uh, Voices of Courage. So I encourage you to check that out. Also, you can find all of my uh, resources and everything I do at KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com. I'm uh, I'm an author, a speaker, and a keynote. So if uh, you'd like me to talk uh, to some of your people, love to do it. Thank you so much, Ken. And also next segment when we're coming up with Ken, and we'll talk about how we can increase our courage. So we have much more to talk about today and very happy to have Ken Foster, uh, keynote speaker, business strategist, and syndicated radio show, show host of the Voices of Courage, heard in more than 162 countries. Stay tuned, folks. You're living, listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. A brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others. If you have that courage, then Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reingold is for you. Even if you aren't yet, you'll want to still tune in to get inspired, create your own story to share, and change your life for the better. Listen to the stories of service and courage shared by amazing guests and your input too. Listen for Brave Hearts Radio, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Tune in every Friday to get your weekend kickoff early. Join the legendary G. Keith Alexander for What's Hot Harlem America. The flagship show of the new Harlem America Digital Network has something for everyone. From the latest in entertainment to empowerment, health and wellness, and more. We'll bring you a variety of fresh viewpoints, voices, and ideas. What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander can be heard every Friday at 1 p.m. in New York and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Get ready to go inside the lives of some of the top recording artists the music industry has known. Join host Troy Bronstein every week as he becomes a prince among queens. Troy discusses the careers and past, present, and future projects from these artists. And if there's time on each show, you just might hear some performance gems as well. Listen for Prince Among Queens every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone. We are back, and this is Patricia Raskin, the Patricia Raskin Show, right here on voiceamerica.com. And we are back with Ken D. Foster, who is a keynote speaker, business strategist, and syndicated radio show host of Voices of Courage, heard in more than 162 countries. He's the best-selling author of seven books, and he's been featured on hundreds of radio shows and webinars and TV networks, as well as on the cover of Triathlon Magazine and many other publications. And he has a science-based, highly practical solution for stimulating human potential and works with companies and CEOs, and we're really excited to continue our conversation with Ken. Welcome back, Ken. Oh, thanks so much, Patricia. All right, so let's, um, we talked about the code of courage, the formula to see the unseeable. But now, how do you increase your courage? You know, so you have to do it again, right? You've already had been courage, courageous, but now you've got to do it again. How do you increase it? Well, listen, courage is a habit like any other habit. And uh, courage is a habit that you need to do daily. So, first of all, uh, with any kind of a new habit, you have to set your intention and set a goal around it. This is what I'm going to do. My intention is to, for the next, let's say, 21 days, the next 21 days, what I encourage you to do is to, every morning, ask that one question I said. If I was courageous, what would I do? But I'd also like you to think about one, just one thing that you want to overcome. Maybe it's to overcome uh, problems in your business. You don't have enough revenue. Or maybe you want to overcome uh, uh, something per- more personal, like a fear, a phobia uh, of heights or of... Uh, of claustrophobia or something of that nature. Maybe you want to just, you want to have the courage to have better health, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Pick it. Set your intention. Mm-hmm. Second thing you want to do uh, is you want to uh, slow down to succeed, as I mentioned in the first segment. Take some time and, and write about it. Journal about this. What is it that is going on? And normally with journaling, first page is, uh, you know, if you uh, commit to writing three pages a day. First page, you know, just let a stream of consciousness go about about what what's on your mind, okay? The second page, what's going to come in is is more from your soul, more from that higher place. And you want to just ask yourself questions like, if I was courageous, right, what are the three things that I'm going to do? Also, what is most important in my life right now to overcome? And questions like, you know, if I stayed in, in positive thinking today, the whole day, what would my life be like? So questions like that can really move us into the right direction. And then third, of course, is the hard part. It's like taking the actions around it on a consistent basis. But I think if you set it up for a 21-day courageous attempt, that'll help you. The other thing you can do is I have a website called – it's on Facebook, and it's uh, uh, A Million Acts of Courage. Just look for it, A Million Acts of Courage on Facebook. People are posting their courageous uh, actions on a consistent basis, and you can do that too. And you'll also get support from the community there to keep uh, keep moving towards your towards your dream, whatever that may be. Mm, that's great. Yeah, so it's it's staying with it, and 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 going on the website gives them the support, right, and the encouragement and motivation because they see other people doing it. 
You'll see other people doing it. You know, we we all need each other. We only need need each other to move to the next level, whatever that is. And mm-hmm. courage is. It, listen, let me let me tell you about courage. Courage is the fuel from the soul. It's the fuel from the soul. Okay, so you have you have it. It's the bridge between fear and success. It's a bridge between disempowered and empowered. It's the fear between feeling lousy and feeling amazing. It's mm-hmm. all courage. So if you're in a place you're feeling stuck, like Patricia and I were saying, you know, about the move and moving and things like that, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter if it's a move or it's a place you you can't get yourself out to go exercise on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. right? You know, I, I got myself on the cover of Triathlon Magazine, right? Not because I was such a great athlete, but because I I was consistent in what I was doing. I found that I was kind of mediocre in running, biking, and swimming. But I found that in 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 this case, being mediocre puts you up at the top because a lot of people can't swim at all, or they don't know how to bike, or they don't know they can't run. But if you're doing all three, you're moved to the top. But it took courage to change everything. I didn't know anything about triathlons when I started. Mm-hmm. I thought, wow, okay, what what's the formula? Well, I found somebody that really knew a lot about it. I made him my friend. I started working out with them. So I got my coach, right? I got a mentor. Mm-hmm. I, I then I started opening. I had to open my mind up. I was like, I don't know this sport. I, I don't know anything about it. I got to open my mind up. I got to be willing to make the changes that are suggested. I had to be coachable. And then I had to go out and do the courageous thing, which I had to take daily actions around getting that goal. And listen, it wasn't comfortable. But here's what I learned out of it. I learned how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That's what courage does for us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and it makes you, when something else comes up that's difficult that you need courage for, it's a little bit easier, right, Ken? Because you've already been through it. We've already been through it. Again, it's the muscle. We build the muscle. And once we once we stretch ourselves... You don't go back. We're like, you know, we've heard like a rubber band. You stretch a rubber band. It doesn't go back to the same shape. We're the same thing. We stretch ourselves. We don't go back. It gets a little easier. Here's what courage brings to your life. If you're wondering, why do I want to connect with courage? Because it brings freedom. Freedom from your from your challenges, from your pain, from the struggle, from the from the uh, poor relationships, from the from the money issues, from the mm-hmm. um, from the lack of, of of health and vitality, it brings all of that to you if you'll step into courage. That's yeah. the energy. Like I said, that's the yeah. bridge. So, how does that tie into awakening your inner genius and doing the impossible? Is that the next step? Well, it takes courage to awaken our inner genius because I, I have to tell you, uh, if you're anybody like me, um, I ha- I was set in my ways in a lot of different ways. And I just thought, well, this is the how it is. So um, I, anybody relate to that? You know exactly how it is, yeah. right? How how people are supposed to maybe treat you or how, and I'm not saying don't have good boundaries, but you might have ways that you think people are supposed to treat you that's getting in your way. Mm-hmm. But when you have when you have courage, you have courage to explore the unknown. And being able to explore the unknown is the key to success in life. 
Mm-hmm. Because what you already know has got you exactly where you are. Your greatest right. thinking has got you where you are. You can't right. outthink your greatest thinking. You have to be able to open up your mind and be able to go into areas that are that are unknown. I would say this, Patricia, the greatest area that we can explore is what we would call the superconscious mind. It's the mind of uh, of the. I want to say the saints, the sages, the the uh, it's the mind of Einstein. Yeah. It's the mind of God. How do we explore that mind, right? That's where our genius lies, and we explore that by getting still. We explore that by asking questions. We explore that by going into nature and being with ourselves. When I say questions, we ask ourselves, "Who am I? Who am I really? What is my real purpose in life?" You know, these are deep questions. They take some deep thought, but if you're willing to go into that. And yeah. really be with it for a little while, life will change. Can I? I just want to say one thing. A, a friend of mine said at one point to me, she said, um, "Ken, why don't you go and just look in the mirror?" I was struggling at the time. She said, "Look in the mirror, and stay there, and ask yourself one question: Who are you? Mm-hmm. Just do that. Who am yeah. I?" And I did it. And you know, I did it not once, I did it a whole bunch of times till I got the answer, but I did get the answer. You know, I want to give you an example that, that happened for me, and it, it's it's sort of a roundabout thing because I didn't expect it. So in this move, um, and it was a little bit of a downsize, I rearranged a lot of things. And one of the things I decided to do with some help is make sort of a family wall of all the pictures. Mm. And I have now a storage space where I keep all of the, you know, the albums and pictures. So I was resisting going there, but I spent about an hour there and I pulled up, you know, a lot of pictures that are really beautiful and amazing of family. They're no longer here. But it brought up a lot. It was a lot of, you know, well, they're not here anymore. Those days are gone. That era is not here. You know, it, it was it was very emotional for me. And I thought about it, and I am doing this wall, and I'm thinking, but you know what it did do? It made me really appreciate what I came from. What what were the good things? You know, what were the things before, and what? how can I carry that forward with me? You know, maybe um, we don't have that lifestyle that we had before, but maybe we can recreate it in some way. Rather than before, Ken, I think it was, well, that's gone. It's over. Bye. Instead of being able to bring it back into my life and look at it, even though it was sad and painful, but there was a lot of beautiful beauty there. So comment on that. Well, I commend you for being able to go into the pain and go into the into the memories to yeah. allow them to be what they are. And you know, and there's I think sometimes we're afraid to go into the into the past because we we we're afraid we're going to get stuck there. We're going to live from a place of I wish I woulda coulda shoulda right. Uh, right. and instead of just allowing yourself to feel the sadness or feel the yeah. loss. Yeah. A lot of us don't want to feel loss. It takes courage to feel a yeah. loss and yeah. allow it to just be, you know, it it yeah. We're not going to feel that way forever. You ever been sick, Patricia, and you feel That's like right. you're going to be like that way forever? Right. And you you're get not. through it. Yeah. You get through it. You'll get through yeah. the loss. So I, I, I think, think too, it was exacerbated by COVID because you know here we're all home, we're all wearing our sweat clothes, right? And you know this was a time when you dressed up and you looked pretty and you went to dances and you know, those are all those beautiful pictures. You know, you're looking at them, going, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> you know, I spent a year, uh, but we all have. But it's still, I think that I think that sharpened it a little bit. That brought it a little deeper into, you know, feeling a little sad. 
I think it brings in a lot deeper for a lot of a lot of folks out there. You know, we, yeah, you're, we're not we're not out dancing right now. You're right. not putting that dressing up and putting in exactly. the high heel shoes, and you're right. not out going to the concert or going to the football game or the baseball game. There is loss. There is a loss there, and we feel like it's going to be like that forever. Yeah. So it's it's okay to feel the loss, but. I would say this, um, and I don't know how long you stayed in it, but you know, um, you stayed in it until you you transformed it. And I I would suggest that when you started switching and thinking, well, what's the good of this? You know, what what good came out of this? Let me think about the good memories. All of a sudden, you moved your mind over to there, but you you needed to go that first place, right? The sadness it, first, right? And, and also you, know that I can recreate it again. I think before it was almost like it's gone forever. Right. But I looked at it and went, wait a minute, COVID's not going to last forever. And if I want to dress up and go to parties, I can recreate that because I know it's something I really loved rather than, oh, it's gone. Goodbye. You see, that's the difference. Well, that's- you know, out of the Spanish flu in the 1920s came the, the roaring 20s, right? right? 1929. Yeah, yeah, everybody came out. I got a yeah. feeling that's here for us soon. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking <laughs> well, there about is, you know, when You know, it's, it's kind of funny. So the universe is really built that way, isn't it? You know, with pain, you know, pain and pleasure come together. Right. Yes. So pain's there, but we have to we have to transition that pain to get to the pleasure of the great memories. And you thought, man, okay, how does it get better than this now? How can I recreate my life and make it even better? What's coming next? And I think a lot of us have spent a lot of time. I know I have being in that space during this this slowdown where we can slow down and and realize there's a lot of things that I was doing. I don't know about you, Patricia. I'm just not doing them anymore. I remember right. I was going from one meeting to the next meeting. Yes. To the next meeting. I'm like, I don't, I, I'm never going back to that. That's, exactly. That's what exactly. What are the good, right. We have more time, more time to think, more time to reflect. Right. Exactly. And not running so much. You know, and I, I mean, I do webinars, you know, all over the country and, and no matter what profession you're in, it's the common denominator. Everybody's feeling this, but we do have more time to connect with people that we love. I mean, sometimes we haven't even really asked the questions of the people we love. Like, you know, why did you pick your profession or what was your memory from college? We didn't have time, Ken. We were too busy rushing home, right in the traffic, making dinner and going to bed. Yeah. And, and getting up again, going, doing the right. same thing, get the cup of coffee, right. turn on the radio and move to the next level. Right. Okay. Yeah. We don't do we don't need to do that. We And actually, we don't need to create our lives that way again, unless you want to recreate your life that way or you want to recreate yeah. a uh, exactly. those kind of habits. And then, of course, you What's can. Up? But I think a lot of us is bro- a lot of people have broken the habits right now of those frantic habits of running from so, one place to the next. So does that give us then the next part of your work, which is steps to change your destiny and achieve an extraordinary life? If we're not on the treadmill anymore because we haven't been able to be, right, is that going to allow us now to change our destiny? Only if we change our thinking. That's the only way it's going to happen. It's all an inside job. So if you're if you um, if you focus on the things it, it, again, we talked about your mind is the cause of your bondage. The mind is the cause of your liberation. So if you're willing to change your mind, if you're willing to get some mentoring or some coaching or um, focus on uh, the areas that you know acknowledge what didn't work. Now focus on what your journey is going to be. What is the journey going to be? The, the quest that you're on, so that your life will get better and better and better. Maybe yeah. for some of you, it's simplif- simplifying your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, for others, it's having a greater, rela- better relationship. Maybe for some of you, it's making a lot more money in your business. doesn't matter what it is. Figure it out 
and get on the quest. And then, and then that quest, <laughs> the way the world is today, you know, you'll be challenged. We're all challenged, and you'll be challenged mm-hmm. many times. But what are we? What's really the challenge? The challenge is your thinking. If yeah. you, you know, it's if you if you're feeling struggle, you're feeling pain, you're feeling challenged constantly. There's something inside of you that's calling out to change. Pain comes with courage, and courage, uh, if you have the courage to overcome the pain, whatever it is, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, if you're willing to do the work, then your life will get better and better. It's it's amazing, and it gets better and I better. Agree. I agree. I yeah. agree. And I, I think it's also believing it somehow because, you know, sometimes I'll just know this is getting better, even though I don't see it today. Right. You're not seeing it today, but you're building those building blocks every day. Every day you're doing something to move toward it. And so it may not get better at the pace that you want, but it's moving forward. That's exactly right. Exactly. And, and I think that uh, for a lot of people, that's why I wrote the book, The Courage to Change Everything. <clears throat> it's daily strategies and essential wisdom to unlock your inner genius. Well, it's mm-hmm. daily strategies was the key there. So every every day, 365 days, imagine if you had, you know, you're, you're mind, infusing your mind with the success principles of the ages, tuning your mind into the wisdom of the ages. You're asking mm-hmm. specific questions to be able to move you into the direction of your dreams. And you do this, you build this habit every single day with the courage to take the actions that you you go, I don't know if I want to do this today. And you go, mm. okay, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going mm. to follow what Ken said. I'm going to learn how to be uncomfortable being uncomfortable. Right. But Ken, where does kindness fit into this? Where does the kindness, meaning sometimes we're just too hard on ourselves. We're achievers and maybe we don't need to push ourselves today. Maybe we can do that tomorrow and do something else today we'd rather do. Where does that, where does that all come in? Gosh, that you know, I'm so glad you brought that up because that's one of my life lessons. That um, you know, I grew up in a household that we push, push, push. Right. And it was very curt and do this and do that. Right. And, you know, and and for me, it was that place of learning how to nurture myself right. as as a man, as a you know, as a uh, infinite being. I'll say that, but be able to uh, allow myself to do the things that will keep me healthy mentally, keep me healthy emotionally, keep me healthy physically, and taking the time, slowing down to be able to do that on a consistent basis. That's what we all need to do. And it's not easy because a lot of us have habits like I did. Yes. That, yeah, uh, me too. You know, you're, you're kind of you mean to yourself. You know, if you're mean to yourself, you're probably being mean to other people in the world. If you're if you're angry at yourself, you're probably that anger is probably spewing out to people you love and care about. And so there's a place of uh, within ourselves. We say, well, "Wait a second. Let's. Let, this is my quest to have, to have calmness in my life." I, I remember watching my granddaughter Ella when she was three years old, Patricia, and, and she would get upset and get angry, and like 90 seconds later, she was fine. I think we've all seen kids do this, right? Mm. But when I saw that, I thought to myself, "Well, I want that goal. That's going to be me." I'm going to set that goal. I'm going to let go of these emotions as I'm a very passionate emotion guy, but I'm going to let these go within 90 seconds. And listen, it took me two, three years to be able to do that, mm-hmm. but I could do that now consistently. And I found there's there's research behind it. The social scientists tell mm-hmm. us that the feelings pass through our emotions, pass through our body within about 90 seconds. Yes. And I thought, what's what's guiding that? Well, it's my thinking. 
right? Yes. My thinking, if I, you know, I, I, something happens and I think, oh gosh, that's happened again in the past. So they're probably going to do this again. Oh, they're this kind of person and that kind of, I'd start judging it, right? We all do that. But when we, uh, we allow, we set a new goal, 90 seconds. That's it. We're moving this out of our body. And eventually we will. And what happens when we do that, that's an act of kindness for ourselves. And I think I think when we do that, we can be clearer with and kinder, to, as you said, kinder to other people, because we're giving ourselves a break. You no, know? because um, I'm also a driver and I push myself. And there are times I finally say, why do you have to I'll say to myself, why do you have to do that now? You know, you really want to do this and this is really what you need to do. Why? You, well, I have a few extra hours. OK, but you're going to have those extra hours tomorrow, too. So I, I almost have to do self-talk. Because, you know, there's that, that, you know, that mind that's going, okay, now you have three extra hours, you can do it now. And so I think, um, you know, I'm now, I'm now listening to that softer voice say, wait a minute, wait a minute, you're pushing yourself, you don't need to, you really don't have to do that now. This is what's more important, and this is going to bring you more joy. So, but that's taken a long time. It take, you know, it takes what it takes. It took me a long time, too. But the results are freedom. Yes. They're freedom from yes. these mind, these mind yes. habits, these old mind habits that we, we inherited from, you know, our family, our friends, our, our uh, teachers, uh, society that, that are, are outdated. They're, they're, they're antiquated. And we need to upgrade the software in our, in our, in our uh, thinking if we are to really have a life that is filled with peace and harmony and yeah. joy. Yeah, and I think for those of us who were brought up with you are what you do, right? You're as good as right. you as, as, as your performance. That's right. That, that's been a hard one. I mean, and so we become performers, but that doesn't mean we become joyous. That's that's exactly right, and I think there's a the uh, the shift is 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 moving from a performer right. to an authentic, caring, compassionate human being yeah. that's moving and doing what they love to do on a consistent basis right. that not only benefits themselves but benefits uh, uh, other people. Um, along the way. So it's it's those noble goals, those noble intentions that we win, our communities win, our families win, and society wins. That's when we're aligned with our highest good. And whatever our gifts, our talents, our abilities are, it's when we let go of all the shoulds and have tos and this is the way it is, <laughs> we let go of all that and say, I love what you did. You just took a step back and went, Maybe why am I doing this again? Mm. <laughs> why, why, yeah. why, wait a second. Do I really need to do that right now? Mm. Um, okay. You know, I, I I got myself to a place where I, where I was such a driver. Like I would, I was never fulfilled. Yes. I, you know, so I I would I would do twelve hours worth of work, and then that wasn't enough. So I'd I'd get hooked mm. on caffeine, and then I'd, yeah. I'd be able to do sixteen hours worth of work, and I was like, yeah. that wasn't enough. I was like, when is ever enough? Yeah, and it wasn't about what I was doing was enough. I was feeling inside that I wasn't enough. Exactly. And exactly. when that changed, everything changed. Yes, it was, I agree. Let it go. And by the way, and, and you know, go ahead. I just want yeah, to say, but, you know what else? By the way, yeah. when we let go of the performance um, mindset, what happens yeah. is we become exponentially more productive. Mm-hmm. And we also, I found, I'm bringing better 
uh, more nurturing, kind people into my life. They're just popping in. You know, the more critical people like I had before, they're not coming in very much now. It's more the kinder, you know, productive, but just a different, a different type of energy is coming in because of, of the way I am to myself. Does that, that make sense? That makes so much sense, and uh, it's interesting because that that's a that's a challenge for some people. You know, they're used to being drivers, and they surround themselves with drivers, and so now you say, well, "Wait a second, I I don't need to be this driver and in feeling uh, that I have to accomplish more and more and more and more." Not going to have that mindset. So what happens is a few of those people will fall away almost quick, uh, very quickly, but you have few that that hang on, and and the more the more you change. Or you're in this place of complete harmony and in uh, harmony with your soul is what I want to say. Mm. Um, then we get to step in and, and make some tough decisions that you know I and we pull our energy. That's what I do. I pull my energy from those individuals that just don't align anymore. I mean, I love them; they're great people, but you know, yeah. I just that's not where I am anymore, and mm-hmm. I can't stay in that. I want to say frequency of vibration of that energy because that's not where I'm where I am anymore, and it feels heavy. It feels, um, yeah. Y- yeah, yeah. It feels like um, I'm pulling a weight or something when I'm in that kind of energy today. Yeah, so because you've changed, because, because I've changed, changed. exactly. Right. Can tell us about any webinars or courses um, that that you're offering for people. Oh, thank you so much. Um, yeah, I have a um, uh, program that uh, is ongoing, and um, if anybody purchases my book, uh, Courage to Change US, you can find it there. When they purchase that book, I give them two. Uh, it's called the Limitless Experience. I give them two uh, group sessions with me. They're an hour and a half each, and we're going to address any kind of issue that is going on that has been chronic in your life for any period of time. And it doesn't have to be that either. So a lot of people have worked with me over the years at their business is at 100000 and they want to take it to 500000 But they know there's limitations. They know there are blocks there to their success. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a master at being able to see your blocks and be able to gently and kindly help you to move past those if you're willing so that's what's coming up uh, the limitless experience and um, you can get it again if you were to purchase my book courage to change.us i also give people when they buy that book uh it's called the release exercise process sorry the release process i recently changed the name to the process and uh, that process is i've been using for about 20 years i can just quickly say that a lot of people have told me it's like taking a dark pair of sunglasses off they never knew they were wearing mm. when they went through this process. Wow. Right? Things get brighter. Life gets wow. better, right? But wow. it's a process to help you dump the subconscious beliefs that are holding you hostage. So yeah. um, anyway, that that's all part of that when you buy the book. And uh, so if anybody wants to buy it uh, today, by the way, I just mentioned it, Patricia, we've dropped the price. It's a 400-page hardback that'll be your guide for 365 days. We've dropped the price from $35 down to $19.97 plus the coaching program plus the release exercise. Wonderful. So it's just it's my gift back. So that's what we're doing right now. So so they just go to um, your website. Yeah, courage to change us. They'll go to find that special. Yeah. Okay. All right. Closing thoughts, Ken. What would you like to leave our listeners with? What's your message? Well, my message is step into your courage. 
allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to know that whatever you're going through is temporary. You are the master of your destiny. You're the master of your fate. Within you is more power in your little finger. If you split the atoms in your little finger, you could light up New York ten times over. You're more powerful than than power. <laughs> so mm. don't 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 be stopped by anything that's here standing in your way. It's all an illusion. And if you do that, you will see the unseeable. You will know the unknowable, and you will be able to do the impossible. Step into your courage. Wow! Thank you so much. And how do people hear your radio show? Oh, just uh, they can tell Alexa, Cortana, or Siri to play Voices of Courage, and it'll come right up. Or you can go to uh, voicesofcourage.us, voicesofcourage.us. Patricia, you've got to come on my show too, girl. I would love that. I was going to mention that to you, but off air. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well. All right, hold it. Stay on the line line for a minute, Ken. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the the support that you need and know you can make your dreams come true. Contact me, Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com and you'll get to see all the wonderful guests that I have on through my newsletter. And also, if you're looking to do your own show or podcast, I've interviewed about 5,000 people so I can help you. And you can also like me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. Until next time, it's been great to be with you all. All right, everyone. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.